So fast forward to October 2023, uh, things kind of blew up in the sense that dramatic changes were initiated. So uh, uh, to the extent that we have uh, clarity, can you give us uh, like a, a summary of what makes this new NHR distinct and different from the previous regime? I would say that we have we should have three different situations to bear in mind. First, we are still looking at the old regime in some cases. All right. Why is that? Because first, the regime allowed the, the uh, state budget that terminated the NHR allowed the grandfather, the grandfathering clause. So people that has have the regime will still have it until the end of the ten year period. So the regime is still in force for those two. There is a transitional period, so even it is possible still today until the end of the year to relocate to Portugal and apply for the NHR in certain conditions. Mm -hmm. Which conditions are that? Essentially, there was a huge complaint that was, we shouldn't end the regime, we shouldn't terminate a regime that, what, that is in force for over a decade from one day to the other. There are people that already made plans to move, they're in good faith, they're selling their houses, they enroll their kids to school. So mm -hmm. the transitional period, to some extent, was protecting those people. And, to, and so, if steps were taken before the state budget was presented to Parliament, that was on December 10, uh, in some cases you're still allowed to apply this year, or to change residency this year and apply until March next year. Mm -hmm. If you had already a lease agreement before October 10, if you bought a house before October 10, if you started your immigration process before that date, uh, if you enrolled your kids to school before October 10, so there are still uh, a few cases that, that can apply. I mean, in my mind, people that were already in the process of moving to Portugal may in a, in a significant amount of uh, situations, still be able to apply. And it, they will apply and they will benefit from the old NHR. So this is the second case. We are still looking at the old one. And then there is the new one. Regarding the new one, what we have is a narrower scope of application in terms of eligible individuals, but we have a broader scope of benefits. Mm -hmm. Why is that? a tax incentive to research and development. It can't, it's no longer core of the regime. It's no longer uh, in the personal income tax. It's the tax benefits code. And so it was construed as an incentive to research and development. Hmm. And it will apply to a number of cases, for instance, um, professors, people that have jobs in uh, research and development. Mm -hmm. All of these, these cases of research and development will apply. They're very specific. If we have one person that actually fits, and I don't think they will move to Portugal because of that, but that will allow their hiring to, to, to be smoother and most efficient. But right. I don't think that this on its own will attract many people to Portugal. It can attra attract the right people, but it will not be massified as the, the previous regime. But... The regime also uh, allows, at least in two cases, uh, uh, a relocation of individuals with, that, that can be applied to a bigger number of people. So not just the 
professor, university professor or the scientist. Two cases are the following. People that move to our autonomic regions of Madeira and Azores, they can also benefit from the regime as long as they qualify uh, as a high-value added activity. The list of high-value added activities will still be published. We still don't know exactly what will be the list. But I would say that in a significant amount of cases, it's my, my point, people will still be able to relocate. I have to say, Madeira and Azores are amazing places to be. Mm-hmm. It's not Lisbon. They're very, very nice places to be. And I would say that a lot of people may be interested in moving there. So my guess is that the list will be fast. It will not be very narrow. So I would say that this regime will, in fact, be applicable to a significant uh, number of people. But then there is another way to do it, which is that there is a possibility to benefit from the regime if you qualify and the regime change slightly the uh, requirements, say, uh, highly qualified professions instead of high value added. It's, uh, as long as you work, you have that profession and work for a company, which is in the list of activities that that, mm. that will still be approved by the government. Until it is approved, you will still apply the old list of high value added activities. Mm. And amongst the companies that are eligible, there is something like... Um, administrative uh, assistance. So if you have a company which which purpose is to assist from an administrative point, render support to another company, that company is still eligible, right? So mm-hmm. you, you, you'll have like um, ha- housing, hotels, restaurants, uh, consulting, IT, all of those are eligible. But then you have one last uh, activity, which is activities and administrative uh, support services. Mm-hmm. So in, in when I read the, uh, the provision, at least until there is a change in the high, on the highly qualified activities mm-hmm. on the list of eligible companies, mm-hmm. my, my, you know, I, I think the regime will still work with some uh, planning because you have to work for a company and the company has to be in the list and the company has to export 50% of its services. Mm-hmm. But actually, Darren, actually what we see in our clients is when they move to Portugal, they still want to have a corporate presence here. Yeah. For many reasons, they want to have a corporate... Uh, some of them, they tell me, I want, to, I want to contribute to the country. I want to carry out a business here. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm living here. It's fair that I also carry out my activity here. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of the activities that they do is they're, they're rendering supports remotely to their own corporate structure that they left behind. Mm-hmm. So, in, in my mind, you, you have, this has to be substantial, obviously. But mm-hmm. if you incorporate a company that will also render support services to other countries outside of, of, of Portugal, that the, mm-hmm. your actual corporate structure, obviously invoicing at our, an arm's length, I mean, no funny business. This is an actual business. Yeah. But mm-hmm. is an, an actual business that is uh, that that matches the needs of many of the people that actually move here. So mm-hmm. you would still benefit from the NHR. So it's not just clicking the button as it was before because not everyone incorporate not everyone will still be on business so it will not be for for all but the good news are if you're eligible the benefits are aside from the flat 
tax of uh, 20%, you'll be exempt from income from foreign sources. And remember, in the beginning, where I said the regime worked well with dividends and interest because mm -hmm. they had a small withholding. Yeah. But obviously, we are always looking at the overall tax burden. Mm -hmm. And the way tax treaties work is that sometimes you have taxation at source. So let's say you had an apartment or let's say uh, you sell your apartment, you have a capital gain. Mm -hmm. That capital gain will be taxable at source. So even if there's no taxation in Portugal, you already suffered a significant amount of taxes at source. Yeah. The advantage of this new regime is it exempts in a broader range of situations. While before, tax exemption would apply only in cases where the income was taxable at source, mm -hmm. now the new regime does not make that difference. So there is an exemption provided the income flows from outside of Portugal and it's not from a tax haven. So it's it, yeah. it, it, in a nutshell, if you want, I think it will work better, for instance, with capital gains from the sale, uh, from the sale of securities, mm. where, where there's... Uh, Resi residence country has sole taxing powers, there's no taxation at source, and mm. provided it's not a land rich company, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there will be no taxation in Portugal as we are reading the, uh, the provision as it's, it was approved now. Okay, so it, it is quite interesting potentially. 